Good morning, and welcome to Simply Space. It's Sunday, February 11th. On today's show, Lilburn Elementary School students have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to speak with astronauts on the International Space Station. An intuitive machine's moon lander will carry tiny NASA cameras to study the lunar surface. Plus, space station astronauts toss a football in orbit for Super Bowl 2024. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with an inspiring story from Lilburn Elementary School in Atlanta, Georgia, where students recently had the unique opportunity to speak with an astronaut aboard the International Space Station. This was part of the amateur radio on the International Space Station's program, which aims to provide learning opportunities to kids across the world through its STEM initiative. Here with us to discuss this exciting event is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this interaction, Bella? Certainly, David. The students were able to speak with astronaut Jasmine Mogbelli, who is a part of SpaceX Crew 7. A handful of students were able to ask Mogbelli about her work and what it's like living in space. This was a significant moment for these students, many of whom had been studying past, present, and future space missions as part of their STEM classes at school. That sounds like an incredible opportunity. How did the students react to this experience? The students were thrilled, David. One student said he felt proud to ask the astronaut a question. Another student, who was initially very nervous, said she was glad she did it and felt she could do it again. In fact, one little girl even said she now wants to be an astronaut because of what she has been learning. It's amazing to see how such an experience can inspire young minds. How did this opportunity come about for the students at Lilburn Elementary School? The school staff applied for the opportunity last summer and were delighted to find out they were selected to host the astronaut. In preparation for this event, the school hosted two STEM nights where students, their families, and the community learned about satellite tracking, Morse code, and amateur radio. For the actual event, the students used amateur radio with the help of a local radio group in the community. It's clear that a lot of preparation went into this. What's next for the students at Lilburn Elementary School? The school plans to start a radio club, which would be the first of its kind in Gwinnett County. The aim is to provide students with unique STEM opportunities like this, so they can one day work in and around the space world. As one of the school's STEAM teachers, Katie Laycraft put it, they want students to see real people in STEM, people that look like them and talk like them, to inspire them to pursue careers in STEM fields. Thanks for that inspiring story, Bella. Now, let's shift our gaze from the stars to the moon. A lunar lander set to launch next week will be equipped with a special set of cameras to study how the spacecraft's engine plume interacts with the lunar surface. The Intuitive Machines' IM-1 Nova C moon lander, named Odysseus, is currently set to launch on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Florida's Cape Canaveral Space Force Station on Valentine's Day. Here with us to discuss this in more detail is James, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about these cameras and their purpose? Certainly, David. The cameras are part of a payload called the Stereo Cameras for Lunar Plume Surface Studies, or SCALP-S for short. 
Developed at NASA's Langley Research Center in Virginia, these cameras will be active during the lander's descent onto the moon. They will observe how the lunar surface is impacted and changed by Odysseus's engines. The experiment uses stereophotogrammetry, where overlapping images from the cameras are used to create a 3D view of the lunar surface. This allows for a detailed analysis of surface changes after the landing. And how will this data be used? The findings will help scientists and engineers predict the effects of landings on the lunar surface. This is a crucial issue for NASA's Artemis program, which aims to return humans to the moon and establish a long-term lunar presence. There are concerns about potential erosion or damage to nearby equipment due to a lander's plume. The data from scalps will help in planning future missions and ensuring the safety of lunar landings. What's the timeline for processing this data? It will take the scalps team at least a couple of months to process the images, verify the data, and generate 3D digital elevation maps. But this hard work will be invaluable for planning future missions. This isn't the first attempt at a private lunar landing, is it? No, it's not. Previous attempts include the failed Israeli firm Space IL's Bereshit and Japanese company iSpace's Hakuto R lunar landing missions in 2019 and 2023, and the loss of Astrobotics Peregrine early this year. If successful, the IM-1 Nova Sea lander will be the first ever private spacecraft to successfully land on the lunar surface. What's next for the SCALPS project? Another mission, Firefly Aerospace's Blue Ghost, is scheduled to carry an upgraded version of SCALPS-S later this year. This version will feature two additional cameras, further enhancing the ability to study the lunar surface. Speaking of looking forward to things in space, let's shift our focus to a unique celebration of Super Bowl Elv-8 that has officially reached outer space. Two NASA astronauts on the International Space Station decided to get in the spirit of the big game between the Kansas City Chiefs and San Francisco 49ers by tossing a football around in zero gravity. Here to discuss this unique Super Bowl celebration is our correspondent, Michael. Can you tell us more about this interstellar football game? Absolutely, David. The astronauts Jasmine Mogbelli and Loral O'Hara were seen in a short video shared by NASA on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, tossing a football around the International Space Station. The video shows Mogbelli throwing the football at a camera while O'Hara floats in weightlessness at her side, holding a microphone. They were in a packed module of the station, surrounded by laptops, cables, and other equipment, making the toss quite a spectacle. That sounds like quite a sight, but they weren't the only ones celebrating the Super Bowl in space, were they? No, they weren't. The Canadian Space Agency also got in on the action. They released a short video on X showing their Dextra robot, which is on the station's hull, wearing a football referee jersey. In the animated clip, the robot raises its arms in a touchdown sign, adding to the Super Bowl spirit. This isn't the first time NASA has had a connection with the Super Bowl, is it? No, it's not. In 2017, when Houston, the hometown of NASA's Mission Control and Johnson Space Center, hosted Super Bowl Live, NASA celebrated with a space-themed Super Bowl Live experience and space testing of NFL regulation footballs. And in 2010, the opening coin toss of Super Bowl Tech's fourth theme was made with a coin that had flown in space. NASA even recruited a former NFL football player, Leland Melvin, as an astronaut. Melvin was drafted by the Detroit Lions as a wide receiver in 1986, 
and joined NASA in 1998 after an injury ended his football career. That's fascinating, Michael. The Super Bowl is not just an earthbound event. And speaking of things not being earthbound, let's shift our focus to SpaceX. They are set to launch a new private lunar lander to the moon for the company Intuitive Machines and NASA. The launch is scheduled for 12.57 a.m. EST on Valentine's Day. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this mission, Celeste? Certainly, David. The mission, called IM-1, will see Intuitive Machines' first Nova Sea lander launch to the moon on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. The lander is carrying payloads for NASA and other customers. If everything goes as planned, IM-1 will land on the moon on February 22nd. And how can our listeners watch this launch live? SpaceX, Intuitive Machines, and NASA will all offer live streams of the launch. NASA will also host two pre-flight press conferences that listeners can tune into before liftoff. NASA's live stream of the IM-1 launch will begin shortly before liftoff at 12.15 a.m. EST and will be broadcast on NASA TV, NASA Plus, and the agency's other social media sites. SpaceX and Intuitive Machines will also host their own live streams. What about the payloads that the lander is carrying? Can you tell us more about them? The payloads are part of NASA's Commercial Lunar Payload Services program. They include experiments focusing on plume surface interactions, space weather lunar surface interactions, radio astronomy, precision landing technologies, and a communication and navigation node for future autonomous navigation technologies. And what happens if someone can't watch the launch live? NASA is offering a virtual guest option for those who can't watch the launch in person. You can sign up to be a virtual guest for the launch, receive mission updates and details, and more via the agency's virtual guest program website. That's certainly something to look forward to. Thanks for that update, Celeste. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>